Welcome to Eden Speaks. Our prayer for this podcast is that this can be a place of openness, grace, honesty, and connection with our sisters in Christ and any brothers out there who are tuning in. While this podcast is in connection to our women's ministry at Living Word in Oak Harbor, Washington, we welcome everyone that is looking for real Christ-centered conversations. Some of these conversations may be hard and emotional, stirring up parts of us that we would prefer to keep hidden and protected. Ephesians 5.13 says, But everything exposed by the light becomes visible, and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. Let us be that light to one another. Let's take a step outside of our comfort zone. Let's trust Jesus to show us how to give grace and hope to others, and also put us in a posture to receive it as we engage in a journey of growth. Let's speak the truth of God's word. Let's always speak love. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Eden Speaks, a place of hope, encouragement, and grace. I'm Amy. And I'm Shannon. And you guys, we have some awesome guests in the house today. We have Pastor Amy Akatero. Hey, everyone. So awesome. And we have Pastor A. No, Pastor <laughs> Stacy Larson. I almost said Amy Larson. Pastor Stacy Larson. Hello. Everybody said Amy. No, seriously. <laughs> I know we were going to have Pastor Amy Jansen join us too, and that would have been three Amy's in the room, three A Amy's and two S's. Yeah. Would have been interesting, but nope. No. I'm glad we miss her. Yes, for sure. Hey, is this your guys' first podcast ever? It is. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We are honored, right? Right. Oh my gosh. For sure. So honored. It's so fun. I love having guests on. I know. It's so fun. It's fun. We are excited to have you guys. We are going to be talking today, kind of unpacking the message that Melissa Nigro delivered um, just this past Friday night at Eden at our Eden gathering of May. Um, it was great stuff. She um, talked to us. Her first question that she posed to us was a challenging one, right? In and of, its, in and of itself. And she said, have you ever lost anything? It's like, well, where are we going with this? <laughs> and kind of said, a lot like, of things my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, I've lost things. I'm like, where are we going? Yeah, where are we going with this? But talked a lot about like, you know, when we lose our keys or we lose our phone. She told a story about losing one of her kids, which yeah. is super stressful. Oh. And how we do such a good job of making a priority to find the thing. Um, obviously, we would find a kid, but you know, like we stop everything to find our keys. We stop everything to find our phone. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she spun it around and challenged us with the question, "Well, okay, but have you ever lost God?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. And wanted to find out, like, what do we do with that when that happens? Because mm-hmm. I think it happens, right? Mm-hmm. It happens to everybody. Has yeah. That happened. Yeah. 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 Right. More than once. Yeah. <laughs> How many times? More than once. Yeah. yeah. I mean, track. we lose him in pieces, right? Like sometimes mm-hmm. he's. I've had a couple times where he's really lost and then other times where he's just a little bit sort of hazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. Hazy is a good word yeah. where you're like, I can kind of sense him, but I'm yeah. not sure. He's <laughs> kind of taking a nap, right? Yeah. Reminds me of napping. He's napping in the boat. Jesus yeah. is napping in the boat. Like, are you there? Do you care that we are dying? No, we're going to die. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is something we can all relate to for mm-hmm. sure. Right. Mm -hmm. So we're going to unpack that today. We are going to, the four of us, talk about what that feels like. um, And we're going to apply that to Melissa's um, points. Um, Her first point was when God seems absent, it's actually an invitation for us to find him, Mm -hmm. which is interesting because I think we're always waiting for him to come and find us, for him to make an impact Mm -hmm. on our lives because we're wondering, aren't you going to do anything, you know, about this? But it actually is calling us to him, which I had never really, I mean, I guess I've 
done that. I've been searching for him before, but I never realized that that was actually true. And I was like, oh, that's kind of true. What are your guys' experiences with that? I think, you know, I'm always looking for the formula for God. I mean, not, Mm. I I know better. And yet I revert to that. Like, what's the, what's the formula to make God magically appear? If I'm, you know, (laughs) if everything's quiet and Mm. I've repented of the sins Mm. that are in the forefront of my mind Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, I'm kind of in the right frame of mind, not too tired, not too full, not too, you know, sort of like I almost have to set the scene, um, which does not always make any sort of difference. But but I like to think like if I check off all these boxes, I can I can make God appear, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. which, of mm-hmm. course, is not how it works. Mm-hmm. But in my head, it's sort of it's, it's a lot of effort for me to. Um, yeah, just try try to force his hand almost like, right. okay, God, mm-hmm. I need you to just, I'm doing all these things. So now you, sh- now your part is mm. to show up. Ooh, I hear, yeah, I hear a tone of expectation. Yeah. There, right. <laughs> yeah. Here's my formula. I'm very formulaic about yes. it. And my yes. expectation is this. Yeah. I think yeah. that's pretty common. Yeah. I have two thoughts about that. One yeah. is like when we we're training our golden doodle, mm-hmm. like he is crazy. He loves to be with people constantly, mm-hmm. right? He wants to be with us. So we would start by having him sit and wait and we'd like just take a couple steps back, you know, and slowly but surely we'd go into another room. Yeah. We'd go far, far away. And then we'd say, damn, come find us, you know, and he'd come running to find us, mm-hmm. but he had to wait longer and longer and longer. And it built mm-hmm. up this trust. Like I'll wait here until you call me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that the Lord does that with us is he's training our hearts. He's giving us our hearts the opportunity to grow faith and trust in him. Like he's going to call me any minute. He's going to call me any minute. You know, mm-hmm. he gives us space to do that. Yeah. My second thought is I remember reading in this book about addiction and how um, it would be because we're we're created with such deep desires and longings. So we're created in his image and he has the depth of longing and desire and his passion and his love and all these things. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're created in his image. So we have these depths of emotion and how, um, to be alive is to be addicted was what the book was saying, just because trying to manage those desires, we just pour them into stuff all the time. Um, but how God, um, does not allow us to become addicted to him. So in some ways, his movement and the way that he is with us and separate from us is part of us not being becoming addicted mm. to mm. to oh, that. Good. Yeah. Wow, and that goes back to why? Because you'd be like, well, why? Why is it so bad to be addicted to God? But it right. goes back to free will. Free will. Because yeah. if you're addicted, you literally you're can't. not free. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I also keep thinking like, yes, like idol in a bad way though. Like if if we're yes. addicted to God in that way, right. like it could be something that is more of an idol in a very unhealthy way right. instead mm-hmm. of having a relationship right. with him. So we right. do that, right? We create our picture of God and that's what we get addicted to. Mm-hmm. So we do get addicted to our picture of him mm-hmm. or, or when we have a feeling like we ha- we're in a worship service or something and we have that feeling, we can feel his presence, we kind of get addicted to that. Yep. So we want the experience. And then that's how we know that God is with us. Like we get addicted to different things. Mm-hmm. Really, really we probably start with a dependence and then maybe it moves into an addiction. You know, there's kind of progression probably, mm-hmm. but um, he, in his great love for us, 
knows that's our nature, right? Mm -hmm. And so he is able to shift and move and whatnot to keep us from you know, fully doing that. Wow. Right. Like he doesn't participate in it. I feel like that connects a little bit to the formulate because yeah. then we want to turn it. We continually yes. want yeah. to turn it into, if it right. feels like this and right. I want to go after that yeah. and I'm going for yeah. more of that. That's in our nature and he's to like, do I'm that. not going to allow that to be. A thing. Right. We want to put God in a box. Yeah. yeah. We want to put him in a box and say, here's yeah. where you live, God. Yeah. And here's yeah. how I get in. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We just got into a conversation about we this did. at Rooted yeah. too. Like la even last night at Rooted, we were talking about this. Oh, wow. Weren't we, Amy? Because Amy Martella, you're in Rooted with me. We were talking mm -hmm. a little bit about the spiritual gifts and how like we're like comfortable with these, but we're not comfortable with these. And I was like, mm -hmm. whoa, I don't want to cage God. I don't know about y'all, right? <laughs> right? But like, yeah, because if, I mean, we are so flawed and we're so limited. Yes. God's like, oh, I am so much more than that feeling yes. you get at a worship mm -hmm. service. I yes. am so much more than. Yes. And I, oh man, that's great. One of the things I wanted to come back to, to the Sam experience, you know, yeah. the Sam example, you were talking about Sam and you were saying, Oh, Sam, and we'll go farther away and farther away and farther away. Do you, are, are you suggesting, I'm just curious. Yeah. Are you suggesting that as then in our spiritual growth, the Lord will kind of allow for more of that? Like he will almost sort of disappear more often or more frequently, or it'll be a little bit harder for us to find him as a training or a growth. Like, do so you think yeah, that's possible? because because the reason why we train Sam that way mm -hmm. is so then he actually gives him ultimate freedom. Mm -hmm. So then we can take him out on walks. We can take him places because we know that if we tell him sit, wait, he will. Mm -hmm. And so it, if he's, if he's terrible at it, which actually he is terrible at it, <laughs> um, he is leashed all the time. <laughs> and even when people come over, he gets put in his crate because he mm -hmm. jumps and he does not sit and wait. Like he did not complete his training. Right. So actually his freedom is quite limited because he doesn't have that self-control and trust to know that we will call him and he won't have to, you know, stay thing. Yeah. So the whole point wasn't so that we have this dog that stays in a room silent, you know, right. the whole goal was to teach him to trust us and listen to our mm -hmm. voice wow. so that we could take him outside. We could take him anywhere really. Mm -hmm. And he would be safe, right? Because because we could tell him to stay in a situation that would keep him safe. Mm -hmm. Now, I can't trust him. <laughs> I can't trust him. Well, you know, you came to pick me up one time. And he dashed out our yeah. door. Like, well, and, <laughs> and we had to drive the car around the neighborhood looking for him. Like, I can't trust him because he's not willing to wait. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think that does happen in our relationship with the Lord. Like, there are great, great things that the Lord wants to reveal to us about himself. But really, we need to have the capacity to be able to trust him and build our faith to a level to receive that. Right. And for it to keep us safe. Mm. Otherwise, I think we, when we, we, we want to put God in a box, I think it's really because we are in a box. Mm. Yeah. And we can't picture it otherwise. Mm. Yeah. So we yeah. want to bring him into yeah. our box with us. That's so true. Yeah. That's so true. And I would say, to, you know, your idea, does he disappear more? I don't know if it's necessarily more. He reveals himself in different ways. Mm -hmm. I think more than disappearing more, mm -hmm. he he's he's revealed in ways that you couldn't even imagine that are outside of the box, that are outside mm -hmm. of your parameters that you suddenly mm -hmm. have. And you're like, oh, wait a minute. I think mm -hmm. I now know God in this space, but I think this is God outside of this space. And I think this might be God here. And I think he's just slowly pushing those parameters. I mean... In his grace, he doesn't just rip the box down because I think that would be, at least for me, that would be overwhelming to just have the box go away. But he's pushing the parameters and he's opening cracks and mm -hmm. then there's he's revealed in all these other places. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay.
Good thoughts. Um, I had another one to connect back to your second example. Oh, it reminds me a little bit of how the addiction thing. Mm -hmm. um, it reminds me a little bit of how, you know, like people in the world who don't know Jesus and know like the awesomeness that he brings to our lives. Like there will be at times like, oh, God's just a crutch. I mean, in a way yes. they are shrinking him down to like, and you, yes. you get reliant on him and you get, and it's true. We do get reliant on him. But he never allows it that way. So it's so much more than just that. Anyway, it made me kind of also think totally. about like how, oh, that's almost supporting. I mean, if that were true, if it were like mm -hmm. an addiction component, that would be supporting this argument. Because people, right, we've all heard people say that like, oh, yes. God's just a crutch. And you just, you you know, you use him as a crutch and you you rely right. on him. You can't do anything without him kind of totally. thing. And, I'm, and there's a part of it that's like, right, but not for the wrong reasons. It's mm -hmm. for the right reasons. Yeah. He's the source. He's the, you know, mm -hmm. he's the, he's the vine. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Mm -hmm. There's no growth outside of that. So Amy, what about you? you have any uh, well, I have a, a question yeah. that popped into to my mind is kind of talking about this idea of, um, you know, like losing God compared to him, you know, like mm. what we, like what you guys have right. been sharing, like, how do we know the difference? Mm -hmm. Like, how do we, how are we able to discern when maybe we've wandered so far away that like mm. he's calling, but we're like uh -huh. ear blind mm -hmm. to it. Like right. we're not hearing it. We're not seeing it. And when is it like we're in a space of he's stretching us, he's growing mm -hmm. us. He's like showing us that even when it feels like he is not there, that he actually is. And we can continue to trust, 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 right. trust, trust. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, like he does, like you said, Stacy, mm -hmm. like kind of reveals himself in, in different ways. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I think that that would probably be like where I would really struggle is like, yeah. Oh, have I lost him? And do I need to like mm -hmm. be seeking him out even more? Mm -hmm. Or maybe that's just always the answer. Mm -hmm. Maybe like continually mm -hmm. seeking, whether we know or not, whether we feel like we've lost him or, we're not sure what's happening. Maybe we just need to continue seeking and mm -hmm. looking and engaging and um, just moving towards him mm -hmm. in whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. I love that you brought that up because it did come into my mind too. Like yeah. I was thinking along the lines of like, okay, so sometimes he, he creates or he allows that distance so that we can kind of, you know, go into that trust place. Okay. I've experienced this before. He's really not gone. Da, da, da. But then there can also, I was like thinking there's also this component where sometimes we're just, disobedient, disobedient, disobedient. And you're right where you're saying mm -hmm. like, we are, we are the ones moving away from yes. him. Mm -hmm. And there is a yeah. distance there based yeah. on where we our choices, what right. we have, you know, mm -hmm. decided to do. Now that doesn't mean he doesn't come chasing after us in that. Sure. I think he does too. Yeah. 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 He is always pursuing us. But it is hard to know the difference. I guess you yeah. have to go back and yeah. be like, okay, track it back. But we're going to say, stay. well, I was going to say, I think that kind of, for me, tags into something else that Melissa said, what her next point was about emotions. Um, I know in my life when God has seemed absent, seemed absent, uh, I'm not the most emotionally connected person. I'm a one on the Enneagram and I love logic. And I, I tend to be a, my husband will say I'm a thinker, not a feeler. Mm -hmm. uh, and I have found not always, but often in my life when God seems absent, it's because I'm not being honest about my emotions with him. Mm -hmm. And usually it's because I'm having some sort of a negative emotion mm -hmm. and I want to appear to God like a good little girl, mm -hmm. right? I want to come to God holy and grateful and loving and all of those things when wow. really in my heart, I'm angry and I'm mad and I'm cranky, mm -hmm. but I, I don't want to take that to God. Mm -hmm. And so I don't. 
And so then there's a disconnect because right. of course God knows what's really going on and I'm not willing to share it with him. Mm. And I found that, mm. I know you probably can talk a little bit more about emotions, but she talks about sort of, you know, the importance of the emotions to sort of draw us in, but then not to get sucked in. And I know for me, when I started getting honest with God about what my true emotions were, even if they were negative or something that wouldn't necessarily be appealing to most of us, uh, that's when I would, when I felt disconnected, often I'd find like, that's when the connection would happen. Mm. Yeah. It's funny. I almost get this image of you turning your back yeah. on him. Like, yeah. nope, I'm going to go over here and feel this way. You can't see yeah. me because I can't see you. So I'm over here <laughs> feeling this way. Yeah. yeah. And the whole definition of repentance, right? Repent means to oh, turn the goodness. other way. Oh my goodness. Yes. yes. <laughs> like, I'm over here. <laughs> Because I already know. He right? does. Of course, he already knows. He already knows. And I just have to yeah, get that through my head. Yeah. So, yeah. And with emotions, I think we have such a deep belief that um, it is best to kind of go off in the corner and handle them on our mm -hmm. own, mm -hmm. except that we live in a backwards, upside down, amazing, powerful gospel world yeah. that is actually the opposite of all that stuff that, that like human logic and it's human. Yeah. We can go to spiritual logic. It's opposite of whatever the human logic mm -hmm. is. It's always better. There's life and there's, um, freedom in the admitting, like, actually I am angry, yeah. <laughs> right? Like I am angry and you might even be angry at God and he can handle that. Yeah. He can handle that too, but a lot better than, you know, that's doing that. Well, if we can do that, it's a lot better than turning our back to him. But there are times you're right when we just do, when we just start turning our backs to him. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So we're in the emotions category then let's, let's, talk, <laughs> let's keep going. Let's keep talking about emotions. I love emotions. Yeah! I mean, I don't want to have them, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really good with other, other people. Other people. Okay, no, no. I don't want to Oh. Pastor Amy gets it. Yeah, she doesn't like emotions any more than I do. I think they're so interesting. I'd like to talk to you about your emotions. Yes, yes. I would like absolutely. to rationalize the emotions. Okay, and Shannon will feel them all. Shannon, <laughs> I am a disaster. <laughs> Up and down, and I felt that it's like the on a windy day. Just look out. <laughs> Yeah, it is funny when you think about emotions we can't not talk about, you know, kind of our Enneagram types. Stacy, you said you're a one, mm -hmm. the two Amy's in the room are nines, and then yeah. I'm a four, which is just, yeah. So um, it plays in, it right? Does. Yeah. It really it does. does. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, Melissa said emotions are a helpful gauge, but they cannot be the basis of how we experience God. Emotions cannot become our God. We cannot worship mm -hmm. them, mm -hmm. which I was like, <gasps> Am I worshiping? It's not my fault. I'm a four. <laughs> and I was kind of like, I'm kind of out of you right now, Melissa. Shut up. No. <laughs> uh, there was a little part of me where I'm like, you know, when she kept saying like, well, I'm grumpy. Like I, yeah. I mean, I can cling to like a feeling or an emotion for a long period of time and just like, you know, plant roots there and just kind of, or at least Set, set up my tent there and be yeah. like, I'm staying here. But I also realized that kind of speaking that over myself, like it's kind of reminds me of like, if you have a tired day and like, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. Like, All you're going to be doing is focus on the fact that you're tired and probably be even more tired because you're meditating on that. Yeah. Right. So I do think she's right in that. Like it's a gauge, like let's pay attention to yeah. it, but we do not have to surrender to it because we have a father right. mm -hmm. in heaven who loves us more and knows how to handle our emotions. And so we can trust him with that. But when he's lost, then what? 
are we supposed mm. to be doing with them? Nobody knows. It's hard. Right? I think you just, I, you have them. You know, I mean, I, I so want there to be the perfect step-by-step -step on how to do that. But yeah, I know. I know. Again, I have had times, I've had times when I've not been honest with my emotions with the Lord. And then with that honesty, he shows up. But I've also had times where I've been really honest and like, where are you, God? Like, I need you. To, and, and angry in that, like you said, angry at God or just... You know, and I'm having all these emotions, and why aren't you here mm -hmm. in this moment? Um, I I think that I think it's man. It goes back to it's his for his glory. It's for our growth. It's mm -hmm. for there's so much that we don't know mm -hmm. in the midst of the suffering and the feelings and the and we just have to. I wish there was an answer for that one. Yeah. You said suffering and I'm just also thinking, just I'm thinking wrestle and turmoil. And yeah. we talked a little bit as we were prepping for this, you guys about the book of Job. And it's funny because as I was reading the book of Job today, um, what we were supposed to be reading today, I don't even remember exactly what we're up to. Do you know? 19 yeah, I think, or something. Right but it was so fascinating because I was like the book of Job and then the book, the Psalm for today was 139. Mm. And I was like, whoa, I see a tone here. Mm. You know, Job was like, he was like, saying all this stuff like god is this and i'm just pouring out pouring out negative essentially like mm -hmm. how could you better da, 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 da. but then he flips and he's like but god is this and he is this and he is this and the friends yeah. we don't even need to get into that yeah but then yeah. i go over to psalm 139 and david's doing the same thing except mm -hmm. for a little bit in reverse where mm -hmm. he is like he is like god you're this and you're this and you're this but in the same breath when he is exhorting the lord he is saying but i hate my enemies and i want them to <laughs> yeah, die yeah. and i want right. you to kill them lord right. oh but do you know me search me and know my heart right, and i was yeah. like whoa yeah. The struggle is real. Right. Yeah. And how I was thinking about the depth of these two men for two different reasons mm -hmm. and what the Lord allowed in their lives and called them to mm -hmm. the suffering and the pain mm -hmm. and the anguish and the wrestle. Like I'm just thinking how intimately mm -hmm. deeply their roots got to grow and how they knew the Lord in this totally different and mm -hmm like a way that we can't even wrap our heads around yeah. in the face of suffering though. Like it's coming yeah. for us. Yeah. Suffering's coming and therefore emotions are going to follow. Yeah. And it's so, and he's so intentional and so, so yeah. present in that. Yeah. And yeah, these guys, I mean, these two men were, were really searching for the Lord to do something, yeah. to yeah. do something, do something, do something. I don't think, I think they sensed his presence on the insides of them, but I think they were looking for this, like, why aren't you doing anything? Like, I think yeah. we've all been there. Like, where are you God? Like you just said, Stace, you're, you're dumping out and you're pouring out your emotions mm -hmm. where I why aren't you doing anything I am bearing my soul mm -hmm. Ooh, mm -hmm. what then that's yeah. so hard yeah I oh go ahead I was just gonna say it it makes me think about like um the widow who came and all she had to offer was you know like I forget the amount the tiniest little amount mm -hmm. you know at mm -hmm. the she was coming to offer like her offering mm -hmm. you know and mm -hmm. I feel like um no matter, because I do, I think about David and how he can, like his level of passion and all mm -hmm. of that. And I think whatever we have to offer, if we're faithful to offer whatever we have to offer. Yeah. Um, yes. Because I don't love God less because I'm not as expressively passionate as David is, mm -hmm. you know. So wherever you're at on the emotional scale, if you have, if you can live an emotion, you can freely feel emotion. Well, then offer all of that, mm -hmm. all of it. You know, the good, the bad, the ugly, the offer all of it, because that's what God made you to do. Yeah. You know, if you're more of a thinker, mm -hmm. you know, 
um, offer all of that um, and give it to him. Um, Because I think uh, I went through postpartum depression Mm -hmm. after my fifth. So, so crazy. I mean, I went through all the kids and I bounced back just fine. And then I had Ben and I just totally took a dive. And I remember, um, I remember I would wake up and be like, anxious and depressed like i'd wake up like something happened and i would literally have to tell myself you just woke up nothing has happened you're okay Mm -hmm. but i my emotions everything was telling me that i was not okay like things were not good and i remember um i remember it would i'm like depression is torture because i i knew like my kids would do stuff and i knew that normally that would i would love that you know i would be like oh your guys are so great I had no feelings like I knew that what they were doing was cute and fun and great. And I would pretend, you know, I'd be like, oh, that's so great. I had no feelings and it was torture to not to have the absence of feelings. Mm -hmm. That is torturous. Mm -hmm. And um, I just thought, oh, my gosh, that's what it feels like to be dead. You know, like Mm -hmm. just to be so neutral that you don't have feelings Mm -hmm. and you can't respond when you want to, you know. And so. I remember walking through that and finally just saying, um, one friend of mine said, um, you just go to what you know to be true. Even if you don't feel it, mm-hmm. even if what, what's the last thing God told you and what do you know to be true about him? Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember just being in that space of like, I don't, I pray these feelings come back because mm-hmm. worth life is not worth living if you can't mm-hmm. feel things. Yeah. And, you know, as a nine, my deepest fear is like disconnection, right? I, and I, I remember before I enter, entered into the season, that was probably my deepest fear is that somehow something would happen where I would go far, far away and no one could find me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's probably more of like kind of this internal thing for nines. Like we, there is a real fear mm-hmm. in us that, that something could happen and we would go far away and no one could find us because we wouldn't even be able to find ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's just the weirdest thing, mm-hmm. but um, it's real. And so when I entered into that postpartum depression, that, I was like living that out. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't find, I couldn't find myself. I couldn't find an, an emotional response to anything. Like I was just like, and I understood when people were like, it might just be better if I wasn't here. Mm-hmm. Like I literally was at that place, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so anyway, walking through that, I was just like, God, you're, you're going to have to find me. Mm-hmm. And I know I, you're going to have to find me because I can't even find myself. Mm-hmm. And, the only, and, and the only thing that I could pray, I would just pray the Lord's Prayer <laughs> because it was sure. like, I yeah. take it one by one, oh. you know, yeah. and that, but that's all I could do. I had no authentic emotional response to him yeah. in that any way. Offering. That's that what you had to all offer. I had to offer. Oh, man. All I had to offer. Wow. Yeah. Um, but I think that, I think that's so beautiful to him. I think that he I has agree. such a heart totally for us in our, in our depth of vulnerability yeah. when we are just offering all that, like, this is all I have. I do not think that he weighs and measures like, oh, you need this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think our, when our offerings are all we have to offer um, and we're willing to give him the last bit of it, I think that's so beautiful to him. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I really do think that's beautiful to him too. Yeah. Amy, Martella, I really want to hear, um, I mean, our resident awesome <laughs> therapist, yeah, I mean, we're yeah. talking about emotions and I'm like, I want to hear what you think. What do you think about what Amy's sharing about what, like depression and just like the absence of emotion and just 
give us some info, girl. I got to hear. Yeah. Emotions. Uh, I love emotions as I've already, um, said for other people. Um, <laughs> Amy, I feel like that, that description that you gave of depression is one of like the clearest. Mm. I think it's a, it's not a tangible thing, mm -hmm. right? Right. Being able to, and everybody experiences it differently right. for whatever reason, the way that you just explained it really like I could really grasp onto that. So mm -hmm. I really appreciate that. Um, and depression is really hard mm -hmm. for, and like I said, the, uh, people experience this experience in so many mm -hmm. different ways. Um, and have different, um, just walk through that in ways that I am just amazed by because yeah. I can totally just understand why in that moment you would even go to that place of like, why am I even here? Yeah. Like if this is existence, yeah. like why, why do I even want to keep doing this? And I just keep, it makes me think of how easy it would be in a situation like that to be like, yep, God's gone. I've lost him. Mm -hmm. He's not here anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And to really, to really feel like that. And I, I don't know, I guess I'm just like, I totally am on board with the fact that we can feel like we've lost him. He never loses us. No. Like that never happens. Right. Um, but I don't know, like, I guess I'm just wrestling with this for, with this idea for some reason. Like, I'm not like, I don't know, maybe because he's like talking to me and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, there's so many aspects of it. Like, when you start talking about like how we each feel emotion mm -hmm. so differently, mm -hmm. I feel like the way that maybe, Shan, you would experience that would be so different than the way that I would experience it or Amy would or Stacy would or, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. all these different people. Like, I start to question like, Oh my gosh, like how long would it take me to realize <laughs> that I've lost him? Yeah. Because my my connection with my own emotions is so tenuous mm -hmm. all the time. Like mm -hmm. I don't even know what I'm feeling half the time mm -hmm. that so much of my conversation with him is Lord, help me help me feel these things. Help me identify yeah. these things. Help me to like really grab onto my own emotions that it's so different than somebody that is maybe feeling the complete opposite, like feeling like, Oh, I have so many emotions. I don't right. know what to, yeah. to do with it. And how we would experience feeling like we have lost him would be so different. Mm -hmm. yeah. would be so different yeah. mm -hmm. for each of us. Um, so I guess I'm just wrestling mm -hmm. with, mm -hmm. with that. Like, I, I think that what I'm wanting to do, speaking to Stacy's like boxes, because mm -hmm. I do have a one mm -hmm. wing. And so like, I like things to be ordered and, and all of that is like, I want to put that into a box. Like my brain keeps wanting to <laughs> yeah. put it into a, this is what it looks like if we were to quote unquote lose God. Yeah. yeah. But it's so subjective. Yeah. yeah. It's so, so subjective. Yeah. And I think that that just ties into emotions as a whole, because all of our emotions are very subjective. We each experience mm -hmm. them so uniquely and so differently. Mm -hmm. And um, we could be handed the same situation the way that it's going to play out for us is going to be so different. So, I don't know. God's yeah. got me all like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like tangled yeah. up on this it. one of like, yeah. Oh, there's just so many different aspects. And yeah. like, I think I need to let go of like trying to like 
Fair. make it logical yeah. because yeah. I don't think that this is a logical mm-hmm. thing yeah. per se. Yeah. Yeah. As we experience Well, and kind of how she's things. saying, like, we cannot make it be the basis of how we experience God. Like to, so in that sense, it's like God can stay in God can stay God apart from what our emotions are. Although he right. calls us into commingling. I feel like it's both. We have to figure out like a both because even on the other side, because in a way it's like, well, you can't worship your emotions. Okay. You can't worship your emotions, but that doesn't mean you should just be like, la, 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 like ignore them completely. I mean, and it's such a fine line. I mean, the tension, I mean, we say this all the time, but the reality is, is as Christ lovers, we are called into the tension of everything. So if you're looking for like, what is this all about? It's like, it's tension. It's tension. It's tension. It's tension. That's what he walked in all the time. And all we can do is assume that he will be called to that. Yes. Stacey, you want to say something? Well, I was just going to say, I loved when Amy was talking about like, you know, with her kids, like I, I wasn't feeling anything, but I, I had to fake it. Like I had to say this and do this and pretend like it's good. Reminded me of just kind of, uh, this bedrock place of faith of where, uh, and the, like the, I can, you know, praying the Lord's prayer mm-hmm. of sometimes when God stays absent and those emotions are gone so long, that's when our faith. And I think our bedrock faith, like our foundation, our spiritual formation really kicks in to be like, okay, I know these things to be true. Yeah. Whether I feel them or yeah. not, whether I know them yes. or not, I hold, I stand yes. on these yep. truths yeah. regardless of where I am emotionally, right. because I think our emotions can take us all the way off the ship if we don't have that bedrock foundation mm-hmm. yeah. that we, when emotions are. And so when you talked about like, I'm going to fake this with my kids and that's cute and that's this and that's that, it's like, mm-hmm. There's there's a truth in that like yeah. this is what it's supposed to look like even though I don't feel it at all I'm gonna sort of act as if yeah right it was that yeah. way and so I think there's an importance of that too when you're talking about emotions not ruling us and being able to have that boundary that the bedrock and the truth that doesn't yeah. waver regardless of where our emotions take us right. it, it's it's the same underneath right mm-hmm. reminds me of the first one of the first things that she said after she asked that question have you ever lost God right after that. Um, basically she said, is God worth finding? Is he good? Mm -hmm. And then she Mm -hmm. said, we have to decide these things before our circumstances arise. Yeah. And we have to, we have Mm -hmm. to decide that God is good and we can look in the past and we can see evidence that he is, Mm -hmm. maybe you're not that far along in your walk. You know, maybe you don't have a lot of evidence. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you that he, but when we decide, when we say yes to Jesus and we mm-hmm. say, wow, you did this for me and I believe it and I'm in mm-hmm. believing that even that, that is true. Yeah. Maybe you don't believe quite yet that God is good. Maybe you haven't seen evidence of that. Although yeah. he sent Jesus for you. Yeah. He yeah. sent Jesus for us. That makes yeah. him good. But you're so right. Like it must come before any of that happens. And that is why we were talking also as we were preparing for this, as we were talking about that kind of secret place, those secret places Mm -hmm. where we spend time um, quietly before the Lord, silence, stillness, solitude. For those of you who did emotionally healthy spirituality, um, you know, when was it in the winter? I guess we did it in the winter. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. For Eden Connect, we did this and we talked a lot about that silence, stillness, and solitude Mm -hmm. and just ultimately kind of walking in the spiritual disciplines and practicing those and walking Mm -hmm. those out. I mean, Rooted, we're talking about that too. Like they are important because they do form that bedrock. They do remind us like, what do I know? What do I, I mean, I can stand on this Mm -hmm. when I don't feel like that's true. When I don't feel it's real, you can yeah. go to, mm-hmm. what do I know? 
Um, and then we can also even go to what do I need to do? I don't know, Amy, yeah. you said it great. Like, I don't know what I need to do, except for I'm going to pray the Lord's prayer. It's the only thing I can think of. Right. And maybe you don't even have that inside your mind. All you mm -hmm. can say is Jesus and that yes. works yeah. too. Yeah. Right. And sometimes right. it isn't doing, sometimes yeah. it's being. For sure. That's the other really hard thing is yeah. again, yeah. I want mm -hmm. the step by step. And sometimes mm -hmm. the Lord is just calling us to be mm -hmm. and to sit in silence, to sit in stillness, to sit in our suffering. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know why I thought of this, but I thought about when I was a kid, I got the chicken pox. And you know, you get the chicken pox and you're not supposed to itch. Mm -hmm. And all you want to do is itch. And you're just like, and it seems like it's never going to get better. And I remember just being smothered in calamine lotion. Oh, yeah. And my mom was like, be still. And I remember just laying frozen on my bed, like wanting to itch so bad, but not just like, I'm just going to literally sit in my suffering and, yes. and be and not do. Yes. And that's when it gets better. Yeah. I mean, it gets bad. Right. And then it gets better. And yeah. I always think of that as an adult, yeah. like sometimes you just need to sit yeah. in it yeah. and not do anything. Yeah. Trust in that foundation, just be. Yeah. And yeah. then that's when the Lord does his transformative yeah. work. It does also remind me of the point that she made where um, suffering doesn't equal bad. Yeah. yeah. And culturally suffering does equal bad. Mm -hmm. The um, world tells us. Yeah. 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 And um, because, you know, kind of as I walked through that, I mean, at the end of that season of that depressive season, I gained this new freedom from it, you know, so that actually, because I faced my deepest fear, what my deepest fear was like complete disconnection, right? What if I had nothing to offer? Would people still love me? Mm -hmm. What if I was not connecting to them? What if I was just like this neutral nothing, would people still love me? Would God still love me? Right? Mm -hmm. um, could he find me mm -hmm. in this place? Mm -hmm. And um, the answer to that was a yes. Mm -hmm. And so something in that transformed yeah. my heart. Mm -hmm. It captivated me in a way that some of my highest highs never did. Mm -hmm. You know, this right. lowest low where he found me in all of that, mm -hmm. you know, um, that transformed something in me in a way that, the other things didn't. Yeah. And so suffering in God's kingdom is not equal bad. That's right. You know, That's suffering right. is a is a greater mm -hmm. gift because of who he is. Mm -hmm. Not just suffering for suffering's sake, mm -hmm. but because yeah, he purposes. So it. intentional. He yeah. does. He's such a loving and kind and compassionate God. You know, he does things with that that um that are purposeful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny because I know that we're talking about, oh, he's lost or we're lost or we can't find him. But I mean, I feel like in those moments, he's like, he's like, here we go. Mm -hmm. I'm going to allow this. It right. didn't happen. He's not making it happen. It's happening to us and he's allowing it. And he's saying, here we go. We're going in together. And even though it feels like he's not there, it feels like mm -hmm. he's not present. He, I feel like, you know, Melissa even said this too, like we can trust that in the Valley, he mm -hmm. is doing the work. And a lot of times yeah. it's not until after when we turn right. around and look back at the pay at the path that we've just walked where we see all the work he has been doing. Yeah. And he promises the promise is to get working to all things together for the good of those who love him. I mean, yeah. he's always present and always doing that. And that's another thing is like, what do we know? We know that even when we can't find him, he is present. He is. We can just mm -hmm. keep telling ourselves, I can't find him right now, but I know he's present mm -hmm. because his word tells us it's true. Mm -hmm. And not only just his word. Okay. So it was written down in the Bible, but we're talking like 
eyewitness accounts are like, nope, he was always there. And 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 the truth, it's it's true for us too. Yeah. 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 It's a bedrock truth. Yeah. It's a bedrock truth. That is really, really good. Yeah. And I feel like that, like the question that we were kind of talking about a little while ago, like, how do we know mm-hmm. if it's like, we've lost him? Like we, like we're not mm-hmm. having that. Or if he's just allowing us some space, yes. like, I think that the bottom line with all of that is whatever it is, even if we don't know what the answer is, like we just have to keep calling out. We just have to going back to that bedrock truth. We just have to keep going back to that and just trust in that. We might not know, Oh, it's because there's something that he's working on in me, or maybe I've just really fallen away. I don't know. I'm not sure what the answer of that is, Mm -hmm. but we know that the, the action that we should have in that is the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Go back to that yes. truth. Yeah. Always. Right. Like that's what's right. gonna It totally reminds me of when you know when you're a little kid and your mom would tell you if you get lost in the store, you know what you to do. And yeah. what did we what were we told to do? Yeah. Stay in the same spot. Right. Stay in one spot. <laughs> right. around. It reminds me of the yeah. same thing, like stay yes, in good. that yeah, spot. Because they'll yeah. she'll find you, or yeah. your mom will find you, or your dad yeah. will find you, or your heavenly father will right. find yeah. you. Yeah. What stays well, I was just gonna say, and Melissa talked about like don't give up, right? Yeah. Don't give up. Yes. That was her last point. Yep. Don't give yeah. up. Her Keep on going. Was, yeah. yes. Her third point was don't give up. And this was interesting because, again, as we were preparing for this um, podcast, I had written down after that, um, I wrote, this isn't the time to let up. This is the time to double down. Mm-hmm. More time with him, not less. Mm-hmm. Stacy, you brought up a really good point. And sometimes you can't even muster that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sometimes you feel like you there's nothing you can do, which brings me back mm-hmm. a little bit to what you said, Pastor Amy, that you said, like, this is all I have to offer. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a real truth too. I mean, we call this again with emotionally spirituality, we call it the dark night of the soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's called the dark night of the soul. We are called, we're brought to the wall yeah. where yeah. there's like nothing yes. left of us. There's yeah. nothing we can do. Yeah. Yeah. And even though saying we shouldn't give up, it, ultimately it, it feels like, or should we? It give feels up? like, well, yeah, I know for me. Give it, over. It, yeah. yeah. Something. Yeah. Don't give yeah. up, but give over. Something. Yeah. I don't know. There's something there. Yes. Yeah. I had a, serious dark night of the soul where God was absolute. Not only was God absent, but I felt like the enemy was in my head saying, look at you. You've been a fool. You've believed all this stuff all this Mm -hmm. time. Where is your God? He's not here. Mm -hmm. Look, you know, he's not, what you've believed in has been a joke. You've wasted your life. Like literally these voices Mm -hmm. are just pounding me. This was all in one night where it just kind of came under a heavy attack. And all I had, all I had in me was to say, I don't know where he is but I know he's here. Mm-hmm. Like in, in response, it was like, I don't feel him. I don't see him. I can't fight any of the cells. I can't argue an argument, but, but I know he's here and that's mm-hmm. all I have. And then for like a couple of months after that, I was really mad. And I remember talking to my husband and he would say, why don't you pray about it? And I said, well, I'm not really talking to God right now. He wants <laughs> you to come to, like, I was, I was I like, I'm a little mad because so nice. he didn't show up. Right. Like, yeah. and, and I'm like, he knows where I am. He could, I, I had had this sassy attitude. Of course, that went away. But yeah, I mean, I, I didn't have anything in me after that moment of just serious attack where it was like the bedrock truth held, mm-hmm. but I didn't have anything else mm-hmm. to be able to pursue or act. I felt really beaten down. And and the Lord is gracious about that. And again, look at Job, right? Mm-hmm. Beaten down to nothing mm-hmm. and to basically say... God is God and I'm mad and I hate this and I got nothing left. So just take me now. Mm-hmm. He's, he meets us in that. I think the Lord, you know, 
that there's something about that bottom line truth that just holds you and he'll come, he'll come find you. Yeah. He'll find you. Yeah. I mean, I think we do. I think when we have it in us, we need to go looking for him. But if we don't, he will find us. Mm-hmm. I know that to be true. Yeah. yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Okay. So don't give up. Keep on going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amy and Amy, what do you guys have to add to that? Any experience? Any, like Stacy just gave awesome tidbits on like what that could have felt like, would have felt like. I love how honest you were about how being mad at God. Yeah. Like, no, he knows where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm telling you, go for that's, that's real. And I think that's good. It was not my brightest moment. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have two thoughts. One is um, I remember talking to a friend and she said, um, she said, okay. She said, um, I'm going to do what we all do as Christian sisters. I'm going to remind you of what you already know. Mm -hmm. Um, And then just went on to encourage me. And I think that like one um, to keep going. um, We need each other. Mm -hmm. We need each other. Not because what anybody is going to say, because we need to walk through these things. You know, the Lord has a purpose in all of that, but man, it sure makes it better. Yeah. If I have people that come alongside me and just say, I'm just going to remind you of something you already know. I'm not going to tell you how to fix it. I'm not going to, because they can't, right? Especially yeah. when you're in kind of a deep grief and whatnot, no one can fix that. But for someone to be in it with you and just remind you of what you already know, can mm-hmm. I just remind you that you are loved? Can I just remind you that he is here? You know, can we come alongside each other and just remind each other mm-hmm. of what we already know? Yeah. You know, um, I think that's huge because being isolated and then alone, we all know that that is like, you know, that's where the enemy wants to pick us off. It's like, there's a sick little animal. I'm going to pick that one off. He wants us alone and isolated because that's, we're easy pickings. Because all we have is like either our thoughts or like what he's feeding into us and like being able to battle that all on our own is really, really hard to do and I totally agree with what you're saying Amy like I think that that is such an important piece of which like having people around us having that community um a friend of mine we're in like a little group chat together and she messaged out the other day like could you guys just send me like your like the truths that are like yeah you know your, your number one truth that you know mm-hmm. she's like I'm struggling and I need just a reminder of mm-hmm. those truths and she knew that in that moment like she didn't quite have it to be able to like bring that to the surface for herself. So she asked for it, like speak truth into me right now. Mm. And it was like, yes, like we need, we need those things. And you know, the, the keep going, like, I think for, for myself, what I think of is like, I have to be honest with myself in that moment of like, if I'm like, okay, yeah, just like, just like keep going of recognizing if I am aware that I am doing that, or am I just going into default mode of checking the boxes and going step, 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 step. Right but it just being the motions, right? Like I really have to be aware yeah. of if I am in that headspace or not, because it's really easy for me to get there mm-hmm. because that's, it's just an easier place for me to live. Right. Right. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if I'm just like trucking along, doing my mm-hmm. thing and just right. like, I know what I need to do and I'm just going through the motions. It's like, I got this. Nothing's going to rock the boat. Yes. But sometimes you got to let the boat be rocked. Mm -hmm. And so just really having that awareness of like, where am I right now? Like what? I guess I'm, I'm keeping going. I'm moving forward. Mm -hmm. I'm, she said, don't give up, keep on going. Like I can keep on going, 
but am I like going in cruise control? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Or am I actually like paying attention to what is going on around me and when I need to break and maybe you yeah. know blowing totally through yeah, like the gauges. Yeah. When yes. am I when oh, am I like yes. stop signs and <laughs> yes. you know like when yeah. am I just totally zoned out of that yeah. and when am I actually yeah. like okay this is hard and I'm yeah. feeling yeah overwhelmed and I'm like allowing like myself to actually like feel those things and be like whoa this is a lot right now but I know that the Lord is with me like which one am I doing in my continuing to go forward yeah Um, so I think that that's I mean that's just me personally because I know how easily I can just click into like to do to do drive it along like yeah. not everything's really fine everything nothing to see like, here yeah, everything's good so i think that 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 um, for me personally is kind of where i fall on mm-hmm. on that because mm-hmm. it's really easy to do yeah especially when i think and i think even for people that have bigger emotions sometimes we just want to shut them down and mm-hmm. just be like yeah Nope. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Nope. My my emotions are too much right now. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna keep moving forward, mm-hmm. but I'm just like mm-hmm. blinders on mm-hmm. plowing mm-hmm. my way through this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. I get the for me, I can get where I am just in the depths of the abyss of I can mm-hmm. like I imagine just too deep into the emotional like I just emotions for me are are like waves like they just come over me and they're Mm -hmm. constant Mm -hmm. I can get swept out and I can get really shoved way far down and Mm -hmm. I can get to a place where I I need I need some help figuring out how to get back up because I'm so just I don't know just completely saturated with them I guess Mm -hmm. um so for me I it's important to ask to actually go to that, finally get to that place of like, hey, I need some help. Mm-hmm. Usually I don't because usually then I'm in such distress yes. that <laughs> I so can't hard. even yeah. ask. Um, but it's pretty evident. I usually also, you can't, I can't really fake it. <laughs> I don't no, fake much. No poker face. <laughs> no poker face. But I do feel like that's when people go to like, that you're scary. I don't know what to do with you. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm suffering, blah, blah, blah. But I think we're, I think, I think my close people are, are you know, I'm kind of like, hey, when this is happening, like, this isn't the real me. Like, I'm actually in major distress here. Like, yeah. somebody put the oxygen mask on. But, um, and then the other thing for me to, like, to kind of keep going, I feel like I have to shift a gear and I have to kind of go to, because my emotions obviously are, so that's heart stuff. Um, I, I don't usually feel like I want to think very much, but I can go to the gut and I will, Mm. that's kind of why I'll like, I'll go for a run or I'll do something Mm -hmm. to kind of like get some grounding. I'm like, I can feel my feet. Like I can remember like in the depths of the emotion, like you were talking about Mm -hmm. how like you had no emotion, no feeling Mm -hmm. or nothing. I can remember. I was like, I was trying to remember. Have I ever felt like that? I do think my response to that was physical pain. (laughs) Like I just went and I, I would run and Mm -hmm. run and run and run to be like, Mm -hmm. I can't feel anything Mm -hmm. on the inside. So I will feel something on the outside. Um, But I, and that wasn't necessarily healthy at that time. But I do think that that does kind of shake me out of it. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. my feet are on the ground. My lungs are breathing in mm-hmm. the air. I can, I am alive. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am alive. I'm mm-hmm. present. I can feel, Oh, mm-hmm. the temperature is cool. Like mm-hmm. it, br- it grounds me a mm-hmm. little bit. That's kind of how I can kind of keep going. Mm-hmm. And then again, like just with the asking for help, like I just, there, we all get to a place where I can't hold my arms up. Will you hold my arms mm-hmm. up yeah. for me? Right. Like we yeah. do yeah. need each yeah. other as sisters yeah. in Christ. And, um, 
to just be there for each other, to be like, Hey, this is kind of one way I'm keeping going right now is that mm-hmm. I'm reaching out and saying, I need help. I can't do this on my own, whether it be because of emotions or you can't find the Lord or whatever, anything on the mm-hmm. in between. Um, sometimes we just need that external. Yeah. Different set of eyes, different set of ears, yes. different brain to think for us because yeah. we just can't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys, this was so awesome. Thank you so much for being here. What an awesome, I mean, I also feel like it's, it's, we could keep going. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> it's a multifaceted, I mean, we can talk. We talk love deep talking. We, we do. do. We love the deep talking. <laughs> we both had trouble um, with it. <laughs> no, but um, it's so great to be able to unpack it together. Melissa's message was awesome. If you haven't heard it, please go back and listen. You can find it under Eden at uh, on our website. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, Amy, yeah. Stacy, Pastor Amy, and Pastor <laughs> Stacy, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks yes. for having us. Yeah, awesome. thank you. It was yeah. great. It was so, so nice. Aim. Announcements. Yeah, a couple announcements. We have our next podcast will be on June 11th, mm-hmm. so Friday, like always, and then the following Friday, June 18th, we will have our Eden end of season celebration um, here at Living Word. So come join us for that. Um, some worship, no message, um, just right, no message. Uh, just some some fellowship together and getting to celebrate our women's ministry. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Talk a little. We'll do a little talking about fall kind of what we're going to be focusing on we'll do a little vision casting i suppose you want to call it we'll have some yummy things to eat oh yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. food food (laughs) yay all right guys um i'm gonna pray for us oh heavenly father we love you we love how faithful you are we love that you come after us your pursuit of us is just beautifully staggering i mean it is incredible and we admit that sometimes it feels like you're not you're not there, you're not coming after us. And we feel like sometimes we're coming after you and we can't find you in the highest heart. Mm-hmm. But we know that you are good. Mm-hmm. We decide today collectively, mm-hmm. um, we say to you, Father, that we trust that you are a good, good Father. And that we know that before circumstances arise because we are guaranteed in this life suffering. Yeah. We were never guaranteed to not. Jesus suffered for us, um, and we know that it is a part of life. It's a part of this broken, broken world, but you promised to meet us in it. Mm-hmm. So even when we feel like we can't see you, we can't hear you, we can't find you, we can't feel you, you are present. And we declare that today. We ask that right now, if any of our sisters are feeling that void, where are you, God? What are you doing? Why aren't you doing anything that they would hear your still small voice mm-hmm. remind them? that you are present, that you love them, to keep looking, to reach out to your other sisters in Christ, to help you hold your hands up, to yes, be attentive to your emotions. You gave them to us, Father, but that we don't have to be ruled by them. Mm. We can know that we know that we know to the core of us that you are good and faithful and loving. Father, we need you and we need each other. And we pray that you would help us to seek and find both. In your holy, holy, precious name we pray. Mm. Amen. Amen. Amen.